Okay. All right. Hi there. Hi. Before we begin this episode of the Nerdcast, I'd like to encourage everyone out there uh, that if you enjoy this episode, to share it with all your friends on social media. This way, we are able to help grow the community here in Edmonton and keep everyone up to date on the latest news and information regarding the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events that happen in and around the city of Edmonton. Also, if you or anyone you know would like to be featured on our show, please feel free to contact us over at northernnerdnetwork.com. Now, on with the show. And uh, just because I'm so professional at the moment, uh, hang on. We'll see if this works. I was going to say, when you're talking, look at the camera. The green light. <laughs> You should have to look at the screen. Oh, That's I think you've right. got a different track. There we go. Okay, so welcome back to another edition of the Nerdcast. My name is Dan, and on today's edition of the Nerdcast, we have none other than the co-hostess with the mostest, Natalie <laughs> Chelsea. Hi, guys. And on today's episode, we have uh, the fine folks from Aimbot. You guys can uh, introduce yourselves. My name is Chris, and I'm Don, commonly known as the Commissioner. Nice. Awesome. Well, we are so excited to have you guys here today with us. Um, mainly because a I I love Lego. Um, now, uh, you guys are like major Lego people, right? Yes. Okay. Amazing Lego people is more like have a crazy like amount of Lego that's in this house. Uh, and like I said earlier, before like the show started, we are in the middle of packing up everything and all our lego is now packed away into boxes and you know what does your house Moving feel bare lego in boxes is a lot trickier than it sounds <laughs> are they built trying, sets? i'm trying to keep the sets together oh. like I, the boxes like i lego like i have a ton of just random lego which is fine i can deal with that it's the sets we have lots and lots of like especially star wars sets in our oh, house yeah. um that are so built got, like, the and are usually on fancy display different like and you're like how am i supposed to transport this thing without it busting into a billion pieces <laughs> well we've learned to use ziploc bags those large freezer bags yes that's the best way to transport them because whenever we go on trips like for example when we went to vancouver um when we had these big massive lego displays Putting them in, breaking them up into sections, putting them into Ziploc bags, saves yeah. so much right. time. Yeah. Yeah. So chunks of built pieces in a bag and then stand the bags in a box. Bags. But yeah, the Millennium Falcon is a little bit bigger than the Ziploc mm. That's the, Yeah, that thing's massive. I don't, that one's going to be a challenge. You're right. So, yeah, that, other than that, like most of them, yeah, like we've been putting them in, in bags as, as much as we possibly can. So, uh, but yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely a, ch a challenge. Uh, so, uh, so, anyways, I have uh, already comments saying, uh, "Where's the fancy background?" 
well, the fancy background is packed away. <laughs> is that from Aaron? No, that's from Marcus. Oh, yay. Hi, Marcus. Uh, so anyways, uh, like I said, we got the, the, the nice folks from here from Aimbot. Uh, but we we love to start each you know episode off by you know hitting with the hard questions right off the hop. Uh, so <laughs> we we like to ask everyone how their week was. So we'll start with uh, you guys over there. Uh, how was your guys' week? That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I enjoyed the sun. Was out on the bike for a couple times, so uh, was enjoying the sunshine. That's for sure. For for nice. me, what's that? It's been like really nice the last little while. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially it's little... weird because it's May long weekend right now, and I'm still expecting it to snow. I know we're kind of on the edge on that. Hey, it might... no, let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> we're not out camping, remember? Yeah, we're not. We're not out of the woods yet. I guess. No, no. we got another day to go. <laughs> That's true. No, but it's been no. it's been uh it's been pretty it's been pretty nice the last uh last few days. Yep, that's Absolutely. true. Well, the one of the things that we've been uh cooking up in Aimbot was we were working on our school programs. So, since we're going to be uh doing a what, like a workshop oh, in Children's Fest, we are working heavy on our school stuff. So, we got some really nice programs coming up. That's my week. It's all of it's all work. <laughs> it's been all work on brochures and, and programs. Programs, yeah. Trying to implement Lego into the curriculum somehow, and it's yeah, we got some really fun stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So Chelsea, yeah, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. How was your week? Oh, thanks for asking, Dan. <laughs> uh, my, my week's been pretty good. Um, like much like Edmonton, the sunshine has finally decided to show its face in Vancouver as well, which has been lovely. The last two days have been scorching hot here. Um, so hot, in fact, that we like busted out the clothesline in the backyard, went to the dollar store and got clothes pegs so we could actually use our clothesline. When we first moved into the place in December, that was one of the things we were so happy to discover that off our patio at the back of the house out to one of the trees in the yard there was a a clothesline for drying clothes and you know because we're super nerdy and <laughs> what's that we can save on our hydro bill because we don't have to be the dryer That's awesome. uh, so yeah uh, it's been warm enough to bust that out so and uh yeah we had um good friends of ours their daughter uh we are auntie chelsea and uncle tian uh, and so we had our niece over last night for a camp out in the backyard. So we set up the tent and we got all the fixings for barbecuing hot dogs and making s'mores. And it was pretty epic. That's awesome. Well, I have, uh, we've been, we've been like, like at our place, we've been really enjoying the sunshine. Uh, we've been doing a lot of packing as well, but, We've been trying to enjoy the sunshine as much as we possibly can. We we uh, we've been outside a little bit, uh, but my my kid, my oldest one, he has been uh, bugging me for the last well the whole weekend for one of those. I have you ever, have you ever heard of these things? Whatever this thing is. Oh, fidget spinners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So 
he has been driving me nuts trying to get one of these things all weekend. So I went to the dollar store today and picked him up a, a fidget spinner. Um, and you're like, going to keep it now, aren't you? Well, it's mine now. So I had to get one for Malachi as well. So. I can't do it with my left hand as well. My... <laughs> Anyways, they're, uh, they're, they're kind of annoying. Um, but whatever, I don't care. They're, they're like, I'm, I'm comparing these things to pogs because they oh, yeah. are okay. everywhere and every kid has them and it'll be in about, I would say another month or so they'll be gone. You won't even, you won't even see these things anymore. You think so? I... They're a pretty good sensory tool from somebody who works, um, with kids, uh, in schools who are yeah. on the spectrum um, those will be around in sensory programs forever now. But I, I believe that these are going to get kicked out of schools. Just like mm. pogs were. I already you see know. that happening. I know some schools have already started to ban these in, in some of their schools. Uh, and so. Too bad. Yeah, yeah pretty cool. I, I, don't, like, I, I don't even know what, what they're supposed to, other than me doing, ah, I can't even do it anymore. Other than doing that, you do trick? <laughs> Are yeah, you able so, to do trick? This is my trick, right? Put on my hat. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> there we go. Put it on this hat. You should take that show on the road, Dan. I know. I should. Uh, I should You'll make, make millions you know, like all those other kids do, <laughs> uh, and get two million views for doing like fifty tricks. I can, like that's see. awesome. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's like a, you know those uh, beanie things? Beanie hat. Beanie hat. Yeah. Beanie, hat. <laughs> beanie hat for the new age. I when we have two, right? Okay, so you can see this is pink. Um, we there was three kinds. There was the red one, there was the pink one, and there was a white one. And Malachi picked up the 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 pink one, and I'm like, oh, you don't really want a pink one. And I gave him the white one, and I was ready to go and like you know, buy these things. And he's standing there crying, like oh. bawling. Exactly. His head. Why doesn't he want the pink one, Dan? Well, I didn't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. he, he wanted the pink one. I, I said, fine. And uh, he, he ended with the pink one. So, but this pink one, like, okay. So I feel ripped off uh, slightly because this one does not have like the, the spinny gear things in the, the ball bearings on the oh, sides, on the they're side. just like the weights. They're just weights. That's this one here. The same place. I bought them at the same place. They have the the, the ball bearings on the side. I don't know. No, that's garbage. Kind of weird. I paid the same amount for this piece than I did the other one. Which one spins better? I actually think the pink one does. Oh, okay. <laughs> So Maybe it all balances out in the end. It all balances out in the end, really. I think you can uh, probably get a little bit more uh, time out of this pink one than you can out of this red one. This one makes more noise. Hear that noise? <laughs> I'm I, I'm losing viewers as we are speaking <laughs> more and more about fidget spinners. Well, something that arguably could be a fad for kids to something that is tried and true and tested, loved by kids of all ages throughout the ages. Lego is the reason that we are here this evening. 
Amen. Don't don't um, forget adults. We are we're <laughs> well, all in the whole thing. Kids of all ages. Well, adult kids right? as well. Kids of all ages. So I'm just gonna play with my fidget spinners all night though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our lovely guests this evening uh, from Aimbot. So I'm gonna start out with what I think is the obvious question. Uh, for our listeners and viewers tuning in who may not know about you guys from around the city, um, okay. who, who is who who is Aimbot? What does Aimbot stand for? Who are you? Oh, you want me to talk? Okay, so mm-hmm. Aimbot uh, stands for Alberta Institute of Mentors and Builders of Tomorrow, and it is a Lego nonprofit profit Lego users group, and we are Lego recognized. So. We are considered a LUG, so that's what LEGO Users Group stands for. And it was something, can I say that? I started and then... I kind of pushed you, yeah. Yeah, Commissioner is uh, one of the first founding members. Um, But essentially, um, it all started with myself working for LEGO. Commissioner was part of a LEGO group in Edmonton. And Mm -hmm. we combined forces and we thought, why not combine mentorship and Lego and use that as a positive way of influencing people? So so now I, as I understand it, aimbot is kind of a new incarnation of potentially an older group that used to exist. Is that right? No, they're still around. They're they're still around. Uh, We kind of split and Chris and I have taken a different view on how Lego should be interacting with the children and be more positive, make it more creative, more interactive. And, you know, from that point of view, try and make a difference in somebody's life with Lego versus just showing what you've built. Right. Yes. Sorry, that's what I meant. So the, the mentorship aspect of it really became the prime focus for you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like that. that's a really funny story because this whole – Thing with Aimbot started with one of a one a parent approached me in a Lego show and asked, "Why isn't this like Lego show um, open to kids?" And we we're thinking like, "Okay, so what do you mean by that? Um, how does Lego affect your kid?" And she was saying, "He it, Lego gets him out of trouble." And from that point, um, we just started thinking, "Why can't we introduce this whole Lego?" Uh, inspiring people you know through public shows with other kids or other people like just in general just in general the other thing too is that a lot of things we've done or some other activities that we've done have gone on some different um, veins if you want to put it that way and that's with interacting with uh troubled kids troubled teens We've had a group of runaways uh, or dysfunctional kids that we've got together and actually the Lego, with the Lego, got them to work as a group, Yes. which can have thinking more of a community. And the other part was, what about parenting skills? You know, Lego is showing the parents actually what their parenting skills are when their kids are using it. So it's, it's interesting from that that's awesome. So what kind of events are you guys uh, a part of then? Well, wow. that's a real event. Yeah. Which event? Well, there's, 
we've done lots. Um, like in the past, we've done public shows, uh, library shows, where they come out and ask us to be what they call artists. So featured artists where we visit, um, show off Lego and do workshops. Um, a lot of our events are similar to what you guys have seen with uh, comic book, uh, free comic book day, yep. where we come out, we bring the Lego, we bring the fun, we bring contests, and also we bring other, our mentors, like Lego experts that show off their builds. Um, so there's, there's shows like that. There's also workshops that we do from in Devon, Beaumont, we've been in Stony Plain, and Whistle, and Whistle Spruce Grove, Lac La Biche, Calgary. Um, it's whoever's interested in Lego and reaches out to us. We're open to it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, not only that, we, we actually have tackled on doing old schools in one yes. day. Oh, yeah. That, those are the best. Yeah. They're so fun. So... Can you uh, bring me through, like, maybe one of your events that you've done just even recently, uh, aside from, uh, like, the Happy Harbor Free Comic Book Day one that you guys, you guys have done? Well, one of the things that we have uh, reoccurring is a Devon workshop, a Devon Library workshops. So that was um, our pilot program where we have kids come in, drop off, uh, walk in, register, whatever, um, and we have Lego Club there. And the idea of doing it in Devon and all these other outside communities in Edmonton is to bring Lego to them because they don't have access to a Lego store. So we bring Lego to them. And I mean, some of these smaller communities, they don't really have much to buy Lego with. So having the convenience of um, bring, bringing Lego to them, they love it. I mean, the kids get to build, the parents get to, you know, relax for a couple of hours and they also get to meet other kids, you know, in their community that has the same interest. So we're building bridges, so to speak, in, in outside Edmonton communities. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. So now you talked about your, you just briefly mentioned your one-day school tour, but before we went live, you were talking about getting really excited about um, uh, building new school curriculum programs. Um, yeah. That's sort of really sparked my interest as somebody who works in schools without giving too much away or I don't know if that's something that you're worried about doing or not or if you want to like shout from the mountaintops oh my god yes please, <laughs> we have all these amazing programs um, whatever you feel comfortable with talk to us a little bit about what you're developing for school programs moving forward so moving forward um, just as of this weekend we have finalized our uh, grade one to six Lego school program so the teachers anybody who's inquiring will be able to um, find out what kind of programs we offer and the subjects that we touch are actually really cool because we can implement Lego in language arts social studies science and art so language arts is the really fun part because we're thinking outside the box that's why we're so excited about this because it has taken us um, Aimbot's only been around for a couple of years, uh, no, sorry, almost two years, and we've just worked our minds on creating this Lego program that's available for every grade in elementary and any school. So we got tons of Lego, and it's just how we use it. Which is awesome, and kudos to you as someone who's done lesson planning, trying to find creative right. ways to hook stuff into the curriculum. 
is a really big challenge. So kudos to you. That sounds amazing. I'm like, I'm getting so excited just listening to you talk about it. <laughs> so here, here's what gets better. Um, what we're going to do is for the teachers that do um, inquire about our program, we have a follow-up program for them. So we're not just going to come in and say, this is what we're teaching. Um, like, this is part of the curriculum that you guys can implement us. But what we'll also do is give you guys something to give to the kids as a follow-up, saying, hey, guys, the Lego group just came in. We make, you guys can have something to do for the next week after we leave. So we're not going to leave you high and dry. Um, we'll work with you guys. And it's just, if you guys want us back, we do have a way of doing two-day programs or a follow-up week pro program. So it's, it's all in the cost. Um, and we, that's something that we really wanted to offer. Yeah. That sounds like absolutely amazing. So what made you guys decide that schools are what we want to do? Well, yeah, that's, we saw the biggest difference, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. The most creativity, the most impact that after our visits, you know, been talked about, um, even, uh we've been and cleaned up and come back and the kids have seen us in a break and they're all high five on us and they're and they're really excited that that we actually came and visited their school and you know it's just they just go home excited and their parents love it it's because we did something else other than you know we did play for them but it was actually a learning lesson with with the schools we also see how much the teachers appreciate it and having the ability to work with the teachers and help help them teach is a big part of it because, I mean, it is hard what teachers do. And for us to complement the curriculum, to be able to help them in some way, I mean, that's why our way of giving back. And especially these kids, I mean, how cool is it to have Lego in your school? Like, that's like a rock star move, right? Like, you can tell your parents, Oh, we got Lego at school. Like, I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, parents don't have to go out and buy it. They just send the kids to school. Right. So how's that? <laughs> Both win. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah, like it's a win-win all around, right? Like that's amazing. Uh, so let me ask you guys. Let's let's go back a little bit further. Um, sure. What made it so that you? What what instilled that love of Lego in your guys's lives? Uh, growing up. Oh, this guy's the best guy to talk to. He's got a good story. Why do you like Lego? Why do I? Well, you know, I, this is this this is a real interesting and uh, story back that goes back quite a few years ago. And I built something, and what happened was that um, it was the Misericordy Hospital, the original one. And it was all ran by nuns at the particular time when it was built. And two old nuns came up and one stood there and she was crying because this is the place where she actually worked. And to see it built out of Lego brought back some memories that she uh, remembers from when she was a nun in this particular hospital. So that creativeness is uh, something that was really... Uh, you know, make you strive. You did something good from that point of view. You know, makes you feel good. That's a, that's a that's quite the story. <laughs> How about I, you, I, so 
I came out of what we call in the Lego, Lego world, world Dark Ages. Uh, so I recently just got back into Lego. Dark Ages is when you stop playing with Lego for, you know, your high school and your college year. So I've been out of the loop for 14 years, got back into it just a couple of years ago. And um, first thing I wanted to do was work for Lego. So I'm an architect by trade. And I got bored out of my career and I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to somebody that works for Lego and tell, have them tell me what can I do to get into Lego. And I did my research. Somebody from Lego was kind enough to reply, like a designer, and his name was Jordan Schwartz. He designed uh, the Palace Cinema, if anybody remembers that. It's a modular set. And that was, to me, was just mind-blowing because Jordan just gave me a list, um, a to-do list. Like, this is what you do to get into Lego. And I hit all those. And the best part is the first show that I've ever done. Like, when I built, um, I built Metal Beard Pirates, um, like, an, kind of an... You built the crew. Yeah, the whole crew. And oh, wow. just seeing the way people interact with Lego and just, just the reaction to see my creation, it was awesome. Like, yeah. their eyes would light up. Um, people would be smiling. And I was just like, why is this? Why are people so happy? Just, I mean, it's something that, something I took, what, like, um, I think each, each robot took about four hours to make. So it was like something I took for two days to make. And these people are just wowed. Like, it made their day. And I'm like, I can do that with Lego? With something so small? And this guy is like, hey, people are looking at your Lego creations. And I was just like, people are looking at it. It's, it's great. Yeah. So from then on, we just kind of teamed up and like we did Lego show, shows all around Edmonton and just the reaction upon reaction and people just being happy. It was such a crazy experience. Yes. So uh, we just have a, a latecomer coming into uh, watching the episode right now. Uh, and his name is Aaron. And he said, did someone say Lego? <laughs> and the, the answer is yes we are yes. once again we are talking all about lego uh all about aimbot who is uh out there um hitting the mean streets with their with their lego uh and yeah so that that's so like amazing to me that you guys would be like so into something like this and that you guys want to be able to share that with you with the with the kids now can you uh go through uh, with me a little bit about the structure of like your guys's mentorship uh, part of it. Like how yeah, do you... when people search you out and for your programs, how are they assigned a mentor? How does that, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, so the mentorship actually happens within the group. So there's two things about aimbot. There's a Lego users group and there's also the non-for-profit side of things. The way these two interact is when we do Lego shows, let's say public shows, we have the builders, which are the mentors, come out and all the youngins, like the little guys that come and check out our show, that's where the mentorship starts, where we engage people in conversation, inspire them, talk to them about how we built our creation. That's how the public um, events work. Now, the other mentorship aspect of it happens in our workshop. So these kids that we see in Devon, in Beaumont, when we see them, we interact with them, of course, but Lego is our icebreaker. Yeah. It's our way of saying, hi, my name is Chris, or 
done. Um, it's hard for normal people to just kind of start a conversation without, mm. you know, being awkward. <laughs> so we use Lego and it's that's the ice, our, it's the icebreaker. It's the icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, it's still not dry yet. That's why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little social mess there, yeah. So how many, like, like how long have you guys, uh, Don, is, I'm going to ask you this. How long have you been working with Lego and making uh, these kind of creations, the, the, the big ones that you've been doing? Uh, this year will be uh, seriously for 15 years. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. incredible. I, yeah. Like I said, we have we have so, like I said we have so much Lego that's been in this house, uh, yeah. mostly in sets, uh, but we have a, a ton of Lego that's kind of off to the side. Um, but trying to pack all that Lego away, can you give people tips, uh, especially no. me, on how to transport Lego? <laughs> selfish motivations. Yeah, Dan. Selfish motivations. Dan has an amazing. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And is now moving, and so he's looking for yeah. trips and, and tips. Yeah, I, I would I would say is like we talked earlier is you got to pack stuff, you've got to box stuff, you've got to saran, get some Ooh, shrink wrap, idea. Ooh, you yeah. know, shrink wrap. You know, for the large things, you'd be surprised how well it works. I mean, yes, yes the pieces may fall off, but you know where they are. That's right. Um, there's nothing worse than having something break together and have four or five things mashed together and you're going to go, wow, this will be interesting to put together. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's not a good idea to, uh, to uh, not individualize your packing. Always label. That's and, one yeah. thing. Always label. Um, the best thing you could do as well is whenever you're labeling Lego, they have a Lego ID number there. So that number that's always underneath the Lego name or Lego set name, you can find the instruction online. So just in case you lose your instruction, yep. having that label is really important because we have, I mean, we got tons of Lego too. And I mean, who has the time to pack away all those instructions? Sometimes you lose it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, we definitely have kept, I, I believe all of our books. Like we, I actually have a giant box of just that. Oh, of just books. Just one. Just one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> There's multiple boxes. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. But I mean, like, Lego is such a, a it's so it's so big now. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. Are you guys big fans of the sets, or are you guys more um about creating things? Oh, that's a, you know what I mean. There's Creating. creating is probably whenever we buy thing. Lego, it's for parts. Like there's yeah. a difference between a Lego builder and a Lego collector. Yeah. And the way we think through whenever we look at sets, we look at cost. We look at what pieces are in it all the time. So, you know, like all this fancy Star Wars stuff, like it's great. We love it. But we look at what's in it. Like we always is, see what's in it. Is it usable? Is it what can we build out of it? You know, yeah, from that point of view. Or are there any rare pieces? Um, yeah. Sometimes whenever we buy Lego, we always look for, let's say, if there's so many of something in it. Like if there's a specific part that we're looking for, and if there's, for example, 10 of it, we're going to go hardcore on that. We're going to buy 10 of it. Just yeah. because 
that's the best set to buy for that piece. Um, yeah, we get a little carried away. We don't just buy one of everything, which is bad. That's the bad <laughs> thing. So in your in all the years that both of you have been doing this, in the original creations that you have assembled, do you have most memorable or favorite ones that uh, that you're most proud of of building? Ooh, that's well. I mean, my favorite set so far of all time was um, there was a Lego set from the movie Lego Movie called um, Metal Beard's Sea uh, Cow. If you guys have not gotten a chance to build that, oh my god, that thing is like the best set ever. Um, it's great for pieces. It the techniques used. I mean, it's so out of the ordinary. It's amazing. Um, that one I was really happy to build, but. If you're talking about original creations, mm-hmm. um, there was a robot that I built, uh, like my first or second built. It's about 20,000 pieces and it's approximately five foot tall. And it was displayed a couple of times in Edmonton. It's just having the space to put it. Um, that's To me, it's that took the most. It took 43 days to build it, 20,000 pieces. So and really expensive. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Don? Well, as I mentioned earlier, my favorite was um, uh, of my own creation was Misericordia. The the thing too is that when you look at the size, it's five by three feet is its footprint. So it's nothing small and it's about two and a half feet tall. So, I mean, we're not talking a, a small one. It has all the rooms in it. Um, I looked at photographs and put the rooms in. That's I crazy. Actually, I'm, I'm a machinist by trade, so I found out what size the windows were, and I scaled the whole building based on the window size. Wow. And I found the photos. So I was in the archives for about two weeks looking at photos and then uh, built it from that. So, yeah, it's... Uh, and it's I still have it. It's still together. <laughs> yeah, and we don't take things apart. I was just that's my follow up question. How sentimental are you guys about builds that you really like? Do they stay built or do you, you know, release the pieces back into the universe to be turned into something else amazing? Nobody likes sorting. <laughs> no <laughs> like my biggest thing is sorting Lego is so awful. Like ah, uh, hold on. Like this is as far as we got into containers like this is just one element so sorting something is just such a pain all the time but nobody um i i don't know like i don't take things apart because we do lego shows so whenever we do public shows it's nice to have um other people see it before we take it apart and we've talked about it like should we take this apart yet but i mean it's a personal choice for me i i want to build a set of five different things in that same genre and then maybe conclude the series. So every year we try to build something awesome every month, something like that, just to have something different. To show and inspire, yeah. Yep. And it's the sentimentality comes back when you see, you show people that this is what we started with. This is like something that I built three years ago. Um, and see how it progresses. But, you know, once in a while you have to change things up, um, improve the design. So, I mean, it's 
that's why you don't take things apart. It's nice to kind of see the archives of how things kind of develop. Develop, yeah, that's, that's true. And and it depends on who's building and how much of a stickler for detail they are. Um, back in the day when we were allowed to do it, um, I got on top of the ledge building and the people who were building the ledge building, I had to correct what they had built and they were cussing at me for several months because I went up there with measurements and everything else and they had to do the whole top floor of the legislative building in Lego <laughs> because of me going up there with a tape measure and, and, and a book and there's a picture of me standing on top on the, on the west wing in front of the Union Jack and it was kind of, yeah. And, and now it's, it's still displayed in Edmonton uh, but um, yes, that was kind of an interesting <laughs> kind of thing. And and by the way, if when when people think about Lego, the ledge building which sat in the basement, you can just imagine moving this one. It came in seven pieces, but it was um, eight by five feet by three and a half feet tall. Holy cow! <laughs> So, and that was, I think, about 160,000 pieces. <laughs> I don't even want to ask. Oh, my much. gosh. <laughs> so, so when you think you've got a little bit of Lego, you've got a bunch of Lego, yeah. then you run into us guys, and we say, oh, you find <laughs> out how little we really have. No. <laughs> it's not a competition, believe us. Yeah. Sometimes, like, whenever you're getting, when you deal with Lego, there's a border between hoarding and collecting and building oh my gosh sometimes you get you kind of find yourself at that line when there's a new lego set that comes out you're like hey do i really need that do i like the pieces in it oh it's always our constant dilemma <laughs> the struggle is real yes it's very true first and about the kids and the adults what they've done with basic brick when you're at the comic store so what? Right? You, I mean, you saw what was, you know, some of the designs that were done with street. Oh yeah, food. like some of the kids that were that were there uh, at even at for free comic book day. Uh, some of the the things that people were coming up with with the just even just green Lego, and that's all you guys gave them was just these, just the one green set. Lego brick. Yep, just green Lego just, bricks. Yeah, and what they were right. able to come up with just with those bricks was impressive. Like some of those yep. kids were coming up with some crazy, crazy designs. Well, it wasn't only just the kids. We have a lot of adults. Uh, <laughs> last year, somebody <laughs> spent all day building the enterprise. That oh, was, yeah. was the yeah. better part of um, uh, three and a half feet kind of in length type idea. So he spent the whole day building and it was pretty impressive by the time he wow. finished. Yeah. And it scares us because we have to take that apart after the show. <laughs> and we're like, okay, it, we don't want to stop your, you know, creativity, but we got to go. <laughs> How do we get that back? How do we take that apart? You're gonna, it'll take us an hour just to take something apart. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's part of the work. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, when you, when you uh, are doing something that you love and you're so passionate about, um, it's always great to show and share that with other people, right? Yes. And so that, that's 
That's one of our favorite things about running this show. The guests we have on are just so awesome because they come on the show and we just have amazing conversations because it's so easy to talk to them because they're so passionate about what they're doing. So thanks for joining the ranks of awesome guests to talk about super amazing things. But Chelsea, I don't know if you saw the picture of our host's son. He actually, when we were at the comic store, made something for the owner and it was I Love Harbor, and he actually, the owner, was tickled pink. Uh, you don't know if you've got a picture of it, you should be showing that one and add it to your site. I know you took a picture. When I, I, I did took take a picture. I, I think, I'm not sure if we got it up there or not, but yeah, it, he uh, he made this creation, uh, and apparently it's still sitting up there in Happy Harbor. At the shop, yeah. 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 Now Jay's awesome, though. Like He's, he's, he's such a great guy. Uh, oh, yeah, we're We've known him for many years, and uh, yeah, that's that's awesome that it, that it's still there. But but that was part of the mentorship. Your son was kind of like, "What should I do? What should I do?" I said, "Come with me. Let's let's take it up there." And he said, "No, come on, come on." And then he, he came right. with me, and yeah. he was tickled pink when it was like, "This is what it was." And Jesus said, he looked at it and said, "You know what? He had something sitting on the counter. He took it off right away, and he said that." This is going right here, right beside the tail, and it never left there, and so right. it's still there. So it was a, a nice, a nice thing, you know. Somebody else appreciating, you know, some, you know, inspired, if you want to call it, by somebody else's work. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes, especially for these little guys that come to our workshop, they don't think that their creations are ever good enough. But for an adult, somebody like us to acknowledge, hey, that is cool. It means the world to them. I mean. It's the reality, really, like something positive coming out of their imagination. They love that. Like, I mean, they'll remember that. Yeah. So how big is Aimbot right now? I mean, I know oh, it's, the, it's the multi, <laughs> you know, the, the different sides of it. But how many mentors through um, the lug do you have coming out to run workshops and interact with the kids? And Well, it, it varies. I mean... Yeah. The Lego, uh, for us to exist, we need to have a minimum of 20 members, which we do. Um, for them to come in all at, for us to all meet at once, it's very hard because we all have lives, right? Yeah. But there are key members, key passionate mentors that are always there. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a core group, of course. Like we got our directors, which there's five of us. But, I mean, there are really incredible builders that love to show off their label, and they come out, they do a show-and-tell, they talk to the kids. So, I mean, I, I would say there's about 20 of us, but really there's, there's a lot more because we're all over Alberta. Um, we got people in Lac La Biche. We got people in Calgary. We have people in Saskatchewan. I mean, there's a lot of Aimbot members out there. It's just whenever we come together, um, that's when the party starts. Well, it's not. It's not even just that it's aimbot. I mean, we do try to share our passion with other yeah. people who uh, other lugs, if we yeah. call them, that that enjoy Lego, and we encourage them to come and be part of the aimbot show right. and experience. Right. So, I mean, they, you know, they they weren't mentors before, and and if get to somebody to talk about their creation, they will just keep on going as long as the questions are asked. They'll keep on talking. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So where uh, the 
people out there, where can they find you guys? Like, where can they they reach out to, to you guys and get like a and get some of these programs into their a school or whatever, right? Well, our we're you can find us online. I mean, like check out our website www.theaimbot.com. You can reach out there. We got a contact page. We're very active on social media, so if you find um, hashtag the aimbot, I mean, you'll find us there. Twitter, Facebook. Super active. Just ask us a question. And all of our programs, we're working on our website to improve it. But if you ask, ask us a question, send us a request, we'll be there. Here, I'll, I'll show you guys a little sneak peek of our new brochure. No, I <laughs> it's, it's new, updated. Um, we, we listen to people and uh, teachers' feedbacks. Any, every time we do a show, we listen to people's uh, feedbacks. and. We improved it, and now we got some new programs. And yeah, you just ask away. We'll we'll send it to you guys. Awesome. Well, uh, we're gonna move into a little bit of on the show. Sorry, uh, we're gonna move into the the part of the show where we talk a little bit more about some of the events that are coming up in the in the city here. Uh, first off, I'd like to mention there's a a high score pop up now. High score is basically um you guys ever hear of like esports? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so basically that's what it is. We got a video game uh championship basically coming up here in Edmonton. Uh and they have it at Hudson's Canadian Pub. Uh and this is going to be on May 25th. Uh which is pretty it's coming up here pretty, pretty quickly week. actually next week. Yeah, 4 days away. What is we? Uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's a good Thursday, Thursday the twenty fifth. Yes. Uh, so it is gonna be one of those things. If you want, if you're into video games, uh, they they're gonna be there. Uh, just check them out. Uh, you guys can find them on uh, Facebook. Uh, just look up High Score Pop Up Number Three, and th th it'll be there. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is northernnerdnetwork.com, under our events page, and we will have that listed in there as well. Uh, we also have uh, Yeg D and D, um, which one of our friends, Chelsea, is mm -hmm. I believe going to be part of that uh, Yeg D and D. Would it be the wonderful Ben Yendall by chance? No, actually, no? Glenna. Glenna. Ah, Glennish Walter, the lovely yes. Glenna. The lovely Glenna. Uh, so one of our friends is actually going to be part of the Egg D and D. Um, so yeah, go and check that out. Uh, May twenty seventh. Uh, we have I don't know the actual uh, address. It will be on our website again. Uh, go check that out, uh, and it'll be there. Uh, also, we have the classic video game championships coming up here as well. Um, and this is going to be in the Nate North lobby uh, on May 27th and 28th. Now, awesome. do you guys like classic video games? Yeah, totally. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, you guys are talking about Lego. Classic video games go hand in hand. I mean, honestly. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, classic video game championships. Uh, these guys are hardcore about their classic video games. I mean, they bring out the big, heavy uh, CRT. Oh, machine. Uh, and everything. Um, yeah, they have super, they've got super old school systems that they bust out, and it's actually it's kind of a pretty neat like 
amazing chance to play some super fun video games you probably haven't played in a really long time, but also like almost kind of a time capsule as yeah. you like walk around the setup to look at all the old systems that they've got out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, uh, and yeah, the, that'll be happening on May 27th and 28th in the North Lobby. Um, and we also have the 7th Annual Medieval May. Uh, if you Yay. like knights uh, and fighting and the Tournament of Champions is going to be happening. Um, this is going to be on Saturday, May 27th from 11 to 4 at King Edward Community League. Uh, and yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on there. There's like a little market and all sorts of stuff going on. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Uh, $5 a mission, uh, children are five are free. Uh, yeah, go check that out. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. We and we also have the costumes. <laughs> yeah. Only if you want to. They are, they are, uh, authentic, uh, knights. These oh. are like, they are the... The proper metal, like shapes and leather, has to be this way. Oh, they're like now. Is this knights? Is it the knights of the northern realm? They are the knights of the northern realm. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. They're, they're official. They are Hema accurate. Yes. Uh, we also have a pop-up cake, cupcake, cat cafe, <laughs> at the tabletop cafe, on May twenty-eighth, uh, and it's gonna be. Uh, like a chance for you to play tabletop board games with kitty cats, pet kitties. Oh man! I mean, it is going to be an awesome. I, I, I just want to be able to sit on the other side of a table and go. Your move. I want to build the longest road with a kitty cat in my lap. Yeah, I mean, how you can play the villain so well <laughs> with a cat on your lap. Excellent. All right. Uh, so yes, uh, they are going to be there at the cat cafe. I believe that the cats are provided. Uh, <laughs> so please don't bring your own cat. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, May twenty eighth at the at the tabletop cafe. And the last one we have is the June uh, June eleventh. We have a collector con uh, happening uh, at the Italian Cultural Center. Uh, if you are into collectibles uh, and like just trying to find that rare item, this is the place to go. Uh, they also usually have usually have a lot of good artwork. A lot of yes. artists that show up there to show their artwork. So, Don't so Lego. Mm -hmm. yes, they will have Lego. I'm sure <laughs> for there, uh, it'll be awesome. So Edmonton Collecticon will be happening on June 11th at the Italian Cultural Center. And that's all I have for uh, events uh, on our list here today. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. This was awesome. I love you. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, I'm so glad you guys are out there and you guys exist. Um, because well, and that you're inspiring a new generation yeah. of Lego lovers. That's the idea. That's yeah. the whole idea. We're it's not going to be here forever. I mean, come on. Awesome. We got to get... We gotta get new ones, new guys out there. Yeah, you're gonna make it so that my pocketbook is even lighter. That's not. I'm <laughs> sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but your son will be much happier. Oh yes, he. Of course. <laughs> so yes. do, think of it. Think of it as an investment. It's an investment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But we do encourage all our young builders to build with what they have. Don't yes. go looking for what you 
what's, you know, another set. It's use what you have and you'll be surprised what you can come up with. Yeah. It saves you guys money. Tell them that. We, we do try and help. Well, and the creativity is, that's for me always been one of the best things about Lego and one of its cornerstones is, sure, they make sets that you can build, but it also gives you the freedom and the flexibility to just, you know, imagine fantastical things and see if you can make them. That's, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, half, it's half the, that's, like, that's the thing, right? When, you, when, we, when I was a kid uh, growing up, uh, it was it was so important for me to like just create more more so like I didn't get the sets when I was a kid right we always made our own creations all the time um, and that was always the fun for me was always building those those things um, and that's what I look fondly on um, and I'm sure my kid is is the, I'm hoping to be the same right <laughs> so be sure you share with uh, build with them. Always yes. build with them. Always build with your kids. Good, yeah. good advice uh, to to leave. <laughs> so, well, thank you guys so much for coming on again. Yes, thank you so uh, much for being here and sharing your passion with us. And hopefully, we can get the word out about you guys. And, oh, and uh, well, I mean, we're we're going to be at Children's Fest at the end of May uh, in Saint Albert. So awesome. we'll be there all week. Uh, we got people from all over Alberta coming to display their stuff. So please stop by, hang out with us. I mean, walk away with maybe some exclusive Lego swag. You never know. Can't say too much. And awesome. I mean, aside from awesome Lego, Chris and Don are just awesome. So stop by and say hi to them <laughs> while you're building yeah. Lego. <laughs> thank, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, that's it. That's all. I want to thank everybody out there for watching and or listening to this edition of the Nerdcast. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. That was so awesome. <laughs> All right, that hour went by so fast. Can you feels like I'm ironing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that things you've got going on. Who's <laughs> the kitty cat, eh? <laughs> You're patting the kitty cat. Oh, yeah, it's a little warm. Yeah. All right, we want to thank everybody uh, who listens to the show and ask everyone if you can share it with your friends on social media. Uh, the Northern Nerd Net, the Northern Nerdcast is produced by myself along with Chelsea Thompson and Trina Schessel. Uh, and that's all the time we have. I want to thank everyone for listening to this edition of the Nerdcast. I'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>